ministry of Bible Fellowship Church. Let's Talk is designed to give you some spiritual truth to consider every day, Monday through Friday. What comes to mind when you hear the Apostle Peter's name? Leaving his fishing nets behind to follow Jesus? Walking on water? The unforgettable denial of Christ? Or maybe the scene of him running to get a glimpse of the empty tomb? These accounts, and plenty of others from the New Testament, help us understand Peter's colorful character. Today, we'll look at a well-known account from the life of Peter found in Mark 8, verses 31-33, which says this, And Jesus began to teach them that the Son of Man must suffer many things, be rejected by the elders and the chief priests and the scribes, and be killed, and after three days rise again. And he said this plainly. And Peter took him aside and began to rebuke him. But turning and seeing his disciples, he rebuked Peter and said, Get behind me, Satan, for you are not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. If there was ever an example of someone who might like to take back their words, this would be it. As we read these verses, it would be quite natural to wonder, what on earth could Peter have been thinking? Fortunately, the answer is found in the same passage. To set the stage, we find that immediately preceding this event, Peter publicly declared Jesus to be the Christ, the Messiah, the Anointed One. Then the scene changes quickly as Jesus reveals to the disciples that his future holds suffering rejections, death, and a three-day wait before the miracle of resurrection. Can't you imagine the confusion and questions that must have been in their minds upon hearing this? Well, leave it to Peter to not stay silent, but to have the boldness to rebuke Jesus after hearing the description of what he would face. Apparently, the very thought of something this bad happening to Jesus was more than Peter could bear. The text says that Peter took Jesus aside and began to rebuke him. Honestly, it's a scene that's hard to even imagine. Someone who spent so much time with Jesus, someone who's just declared to know him to be the Messiah, the anointed one, to then turn and face that very one with words of rebuke. What happened? We really don't have to guess because we find in the text that Jesus answers that question in his own rebuke of Peter when he says, You're not setting your mind on the things of God, but on the things of man. Perhaps we could paraphrase these words to say, Peter, your problem is that you are thinking like a man. You're only considering what I've told you from a human, finite perspective. You need a new way to understand. You need to see this as part of God's plan. God's plan will include suffering, rejection, and even death. But that's not the end of the story. Isn't it true that setting one's mind on the things of man, as Jesus described Peter, often leads to an attitude that says, we deserve trouble-free lives. Stay away from anything risky, and instead, look for the placid waters of least resistance. And Jesus, he of all people shouldn't have trouble. He's the Messiah. How could anything bad happen to him? Well, actually, we know from our Bibles 
that nothing could be further from the truth. Nowhere are we promised a trouble-free life. In fact, just the opposite is true. We're told to expect problems, but we're also told how to handle them, and it all begins with how we think. In the words of Jesus, it means setting our mind on the things of God, not on the things of man. It means looking at the problem through the lens of eternal truth, knowing that God uses every little and big thing that comes our way for His good purposes. Now, this is contrary to the human way of thinking that says, run for safety, look for smooth sailing, tranquility is the goal. Honestly, does living a trouble-free life really make anyone stronger? Humanly speaking, that may be what we desire, but as difficult as it is to see in the middle of the storm, we need the deep waters, the troubles that we face, to build our trust muscle, our dependence on God, and to learn to see challenges through the lens of God and His agenda. Otherwise, we become like Peter, rebuking God and asking questions like, Why are you sending this to me? If you love me so much, why are you letting this happen? Here's the tension that Peter faced as he rebuked Jesus, and here too is the tension many of us face when we go through challenges that are hard to understand. What a difference it makes if we go into the storm of a challenging experience with our minds set on the things of God and not on the things of man. If we already have our minds trained to think differently than the normal human pathway that assumes troubles can't possibly be part of God's plan. What a difference it makes if we face the challenge knowing we can trust God and His character, knowing that nothing comes our way that hasn't already passed through the hand of God and that He will walk with us through whatever we face. So what comes to mind when you hear the Apostle Peter's name? How about the example of a man who was changed by Jesus to know how to set his mind on the things of God and not the things of man? We can be encouraged by the life of Peter because we have these words that he wrote many years later to persecuted, discouraged believers. But even if you should suffer for righteousness' sake, you will be blessed. Have no fear of them, nor be troubled. But in your hearts, honor Christ the Lord as holy, always being prepared to make a defense to anyone who asks you for a reason for the hope that is in you. Yet do it with gentleness and respect, having a good conscience, so that when you're slandered, those who revile your good behavior in Christ may be put to shame. This is 1 Peter 3, verses 14-16. Now that sounds like someone whose mind is set on the things of God. If God can change Peter, the one who had the nerve to rebuke Jesus, he can certainly change you and me. Let's pray. Lord, thank you that you can change even the way we think. We need your help to help our minds set on the things of God and not the things of man. Thank you for this good example from the life of Peter. Amen. Well, thanks for joining us today for Let's Talk. Remember, come what may, God can change even the way we think.